This is a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. Find us at k103.se. Due to copyright, the music is shortened. Oh my god, we're approaching 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> Let's try this again. Thank god this isn't live. Good evening and welcome to another show about the show about nothing. Another episode about the show about nothing. I'm joined today with Marie and Berlin, and I'm Max. Hi. <laughs> Hello. We're going to be uh, live streaming today right from the studio K103 here, talking about friendships, long-distance friendships, friendships in international places, and done study abroads. Maybe touching on online acquaintances and drunk encounters, such as meeting your best friend for a night at a bar. Yes, mm. that's what I did yesterday, and that's why my voice is uh, sounding the way it is sounding right now. A little bit of an Amy touch in there. It gives you an extra sexy bit as well, so I wouldn't worry too much about it. Long-time listeners know that uh, my alternative career option is always to go into reading erotic novels. Uh, how do you say, like, reading erotica? <laughs> because people have told me several times repeatedly that my voice is uh, suitable for it. <laughs> A bit of ASMR cool. has never hurt anyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, friendships. And what happens when you drag your uh, own body across a border? And um, Or someone else drags you across the border. <laughs> or this too, yes, mm. true thing. Um, what does, how does this affect uh, the friendships you leave back home? And how does that kind of maybe also contribute to you very easily and like fast finding uh, new friends in the new place where you actually arrived? Yeah. Detta är K103. Welcome back to the show about nothing. We're talking about friendships today. What you just heard was, uh, I don't know. Wet, wet Dream by Wet Leg, which is a band. I believe it's all girls and they're from the Isle of Wight in the UK. Very groovy. Ooh, la, la. Yeah. They probably have a lot of friends very far away from them because they live in an island and there's no people in islands, I don't think. <laughs> Wisdom on the show about nothing. There are no people on islands. No friends. <laughs> but yeah, that's a nice nice um, circle that we made here coming back to the topic of mm. friendships. Um, and what angle of friendships are we taking up first, Max? We're going to be talking first about uh, basically moving to places and leaving friendships behind. Um, mm -hmm. I believe all of us have done this before. Um, for example, I, I moved to Sweden, but I've also lived in the Netherlands, in Switzerland and the U.S., And every time I had to leave friends behind. Not only that, but I came from an international school. So most of my friends did actually move away from Germany. So, um, yeah, we're going to be discussing more or less how to keep up or how we deal with the fact of having to keep up uh, friendships over distances. The guide to how to leave your friends behind. Mm -hmm. no, but like, this delete is your Facebook, <laughs> delete your WhatsApp, <laughs> get a different number, move away. Change your name, maybe. Yeah, but that's really, I think it's really um, interesting. I mean, like the topic itself, having friends and how does friendship work and like um, how do we create this random connection with a person that we then decide to trust or have fun with or, you know, all of this. And then um, 
people probably tend to um, saying that maybe it's harder to leave family behind or it's only difficult to leave like a loving partner mm. or something behind. But I actually do think that friends are a very important factor in my life, at least. So when mm. I moved to Sweden, because I also just came here a while back, I obviously left a lot of uh, connections and people um, behind. And that was very difficult. So... It's nice to talk about it with you guys. Yeah, um, I think my concept of friendship has really, really changed uh, since I moved. Because I I think before I gave a lot of... Um, I put a lot of uh, attention in uh, me and my friends being in the same town. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I think um, when you move, uh, you also have to put in so much more effort in catching up with the friends that you have left behind you and I think moving has strengthened some of my friendships and has actually created friendships that are um, pretty much only online like one of my very best friends whose name is Carlos it's not the Carlos that you know Marie it's <laughs> another Carlos very common name um, it's his birthday today so happy birthday Carlos I love you We've basically we've met in real life like four times mm -hmm. but I'd say he's one of my closest friends And yeah, he's, he's back in Spain and we talk so much and we talk about such important things. I think uh, it's just, so I never thought this was an option. So you would say that frequency of meeting or like time you have spent together doesn't necessarily matter for um, how good and like how, um, I don't know, well the friendship is? It's just that time becomes this very relative notion when mm -hmm. you have these kinds of friendships, in my opinion. Plus, one has to say, nowadays with the internet age and so on, it's very easy to connect with people across the board. And especially, say, you're awake at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, you had a couple of drinks, and <laughs> hey, look at there, your friend from the US is online. Time to talk <laughs> to and drunk. And the first thing he has to need, needs to do is take a shot to get on the same level. But... Uh, daytime drinking is a thing that we do definitely I think you nowadays can stay like even though you leave friends behind physically in a different country or town or whatever time zone um, you are having the ability to still stay in touch and up to date in like real time because we have uh, the internet which makes us uh, which enables us to 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 stay part of each other's lives without having this like long waiting periods in between like imagine in the former times people were friends and obviously despite the, the fact that i don't know people maybe didn't move around that much back then um I think it still happened that people, I don't know, went to different places and then they uh, had to write letters. Mm. And, you know, letter system was slow. Or, like, even in the war, we don't even have to go back that much. Like, people had to write letters and you didn't know, like, is your friends, your relatives, whatever, mm. still alive because you needed to wait for the post to come and it tell you. So, yeah, thank you, Internet. <laughs> and also going to visit. Like, imagine that you have uh, all the, like, their details and their address in a piece of paper. And for some reason you lose a piece of paper, you can't find it. And maybe oh you travel God. all the way to, I don't know, say... Sarajevo <laughs> to see your friend and then when you get there you realize that you forgot the paper where the address was <clears throat> you don't have a phone number you don't have an address so and they think you've ghosted yeah. them we take that all for granted uh, gra granite close enough um, <laughs> granite uh, old granny take it all for granny <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean we don't have enough we don't even have to go back that far. I mean, the the whole internet age is really 
what, 30, 40 years old, probably. Mm. And even before that, long distance phone calls was basically, uh, you know, you would have someone yelling on one side, waiting a couple seconds for the signal to arrive, um, and then yelling back. And you see this maybe in your grandparents still when they're talking on the phone, they yell <laughs> into the phone like there ain't no tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I actually have to yell to my grandpa because he's slightly deaf. That's a different problem. <laughs> yeah, but like there, there's a lot of yelling in that in those conversations. Yeah, mm. I relate super much. <laughs> but yeah, so um, let's see. Do do we have any good experiences, bad experiences with uh, friendships going going astray over long distances? Um, yeah, losing I feel. Touch, maybe. I feel yeah. like some of my. I feel like going abroad or going away definitely shows how good the friendship or how important mm. the friendship is for you because you decide to keep it alive if it's matter if it matters for you but you maybe don't invest that much energy into keeping it going if it's a person that doesn't matter that much for you and i feel like that has really like a lot of my friendships have probably just faded a bit and uh, then you kind of grow apart and grow strange to each other because you just don't know what's going on in the other person's life but then there's other people who just know very well about what I'm doing here and what's happening and how I'm feeling and I know about them um, so yeah like it it can go in different and in both ways I feel I mean there is a lot of friendships at least that I've had um, especially in different countries where basically you end up having a friendship that you draw, enjoy doing things together. Mm. Um, mm. So in my case, it was drinking or smoking weed or, or driving around in a car. And you just mm. basically... The healthiest man alive, people. Yeah, I don't have many friends who are like, let's the go man, make a Caesar legend. salad. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and, and those you friendships, don't? they're difficult to, to keep up at that time mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Um, drinking over Skype, let's say it that way, uh, is not as enjoyable as, you know, watching a friend fall off the chair or playing drinking games in person. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, we all tried. We all tried in the pandemic, but like um, it's it's not the same. We know. We know. But you know what's the same? Um um the, it's, sorry i'm having like words problems today but like what's the same uh over the internet is um music okay that didn't make any sense <laughs> i really wanted to make a call we're gonna listen you. to a song yeah now. we're gonna give boom, you boom, boom. bumbling by uh kites from a distance from a distance enjoy Uh, we are the show about nothing, and we are talking about friendships today in the studio with Max, Belen, and Marie. And there's one person missing. Take it away. Our favorite tech wizard, Fatima. Hence why we're so stressed and kind of confused and yeah, why this exactly. is not organized. We just drew up the plan, to be fair, like 15 minutes ago. Uh, yeah, don't tell them. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get kicked out of radio, guys. Fatima, no, no, no. we miss you. Yeah, Fatima, we do. you're so necessary for this show to work. And we can't wait to be the four of us in the studio together. We, we came to the conclusion that uh, like three random people like us all together get close to the skills you usually add to this show so like <laughs> you really deeply missed and i hope you're having a blast in i think stockholm I think C- he's come back stockholm. to us friend <laughs> yes <laughs> and now in this bit we're gonna talk about what it means to um make friendships while abroad like the one that we've built with fatima like how does it feel when you get yourself across the border or get dragged 
across <laughs> the border, like Max pointed out. And then you arrive to a new place. You don't know anything about anything in that place. And all of a sudden, you have to put yourself out there, meet new people, introduce yourself, introduce yourself the same way for 10,000 times. Mm-hmm. Hi, my name is Belen. I'm from first. What? What did you say your name was? Like, you guys mm. maybe don't have that problem, but every time I say my name, mm. I get asked... Uh, can you say that again? I Is mean, it like Berlin without the R? <laughs> we have very basic names, so we're kind of <laughs> we're so basic. <laughs> <laughs> like I remember just uh, saying the same story to a bunch of different people. Oh and God, like, I getting get so, so bored, bored of my own voice. <laughs> you know what's worse though? You've done it so many times, and then the same person comes back, and you just start introducing yourself to the same person, and they're like, "Dude." We just talked before about my phone that's like the size of a, a credit card. And it's like, all right, this guy. All right, sorry, my bad. <laughs> credit card phone guy, of course. How could I forget? I forgot your name, but yeah, you seem yeah. like a nice guy. <laughs> it's, um, I feel like uh, the most um, sticking memory that I have about this. Oh, sticky memories. Ooh. But the most sticking memory I have about like, you know, introducing yourself so many times was definitely my exchange semester. Mm. Because you go somewhere vulnerable voluntarily uh, you want to experience something new you're curious you want to go on an adventure potentially and then you hang out with this bubble of international people and one thing that all of you have in common despite your different backgrounds is that you are lonely and isolated in a new place and to get out of this like weird feeling you need to quickly connect to other people so I feel like it's easier to get to know people because your uh, your expectations or your whole attitude to how much do you judge the new people is kind of like you more uh, you you do more compromises I feel because it's still better to be you know with weird people than to be lonely so that's my my well, take I feel unless you're an introvert that likes playing video games and knows enough people online that you can just be like ah fuck this I'm just gonna go home and play video yeah. games you still <laughs> met us though somehow I did yeah maybe we dragged him here yeah maybe you drugged me you dragged me here you drugged, <laughs> we drugged me her, dragged <laughs> you. Oh. Well. you know I also was uh, reflecting on this I had a date on Monday and we talked about this and I thought it was a very interesting thing Hello. <laughs> and uh, I thought, you know, credit is needed sometimes. Whatever. I don't want to spiral out of the topic. Um, we talked about how when you go abroad and you meet people, these people are so much more like-minded mm-hmm. than you are than maybe the people that you leave back home. Mm-hmm. Like if you think about your school friends, like your primary school friends, and how in what very different directions all of you have gone like my oldest friends uh, one is studying economics and lives in madrid the other one is a pedagogue and lives in guadalajara which is where i'm from uh the other one is a chemical engineer that's living in utah and i uh, i don't know what i am and i'm here in sweden so like we and we are very different I mean, that does mm, bring mm. up a good point, though. If you go study abroad, you know already from the start that you're going to only be there for, say, four or five months um, mm. or yeah. two years or yeah. three years in my case. Um, so you already know, OK, you know, most friendships are probably not going to be a long term friendship, which is sad. But in a way, it maybe is also a, a, a self-preservational instinct to distance yourself from the start so that you can uh, make sure to, to get out of there in a whole piece. But on the second thought to uh, the primary school um, uh, friendship, I, I, have a, I have a friend that I've known now for 20, 23 years. 
um, and he has two children, has a wife, has a house, has a stable job. His wife has a stable job. They're living in a family, and we, we don't share barely any interests, but yet we both respect the friendship, and we both mm-hmm. treasure it for mm-hmm, having mm-hmm. known each other for that long. And even though we might not be the same uh, uh, same direction, any- uh, same interests anymore, same people anymore, to be fair, mm-hmm. um, we do understand each other on a very deep level and do you know keep that friendship up even if we only talk uh three or four times a year or meet three or four times a year Um, i think it also goes back to something that i said before about time being so relative and elastic when you're making friends abroad you know that it's only going to last for like say six months but somehow you live so many things close together that those six months could very well um, be two years of your yeah, regular life back true. home. I so need I need to share. This is so random, but like I have to keep in laughter because you said that your friend has a stable job and his wife has a stable job, and I can't unsee them working in stables. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Excuse my French, but like it, I just see friends like working with horses. This is so bad. <laughs> Wait, are your friends horses? No, they're actually uh what is it? Uh, taking care of children, okay. not in a pedophile way, but in in a <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, one of them oh, for immigrant children where only the children came and the other uh-huh. one for problematic children, basically children which have parents nice. that are like druggies and and everything. Oh, wow. Nice people. That like, is amazing yeah, work. Yeah, nice people, but they have a good heart. That's definitely not a stable job as in like the way I heard <laughs> no. it. I love it. I mean, it's I guess you could say though. children are horses, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I really destroyed the whole the string of thought that we had. But going back to what Belen and also what you said, like the intensity of having a uh, friendship abroad that has a limited kind of time that it's supposed to last at least like in, you know, face to face interaction and stuff makes it like just makes it so special. And um, well, yeah, we could go on forever about this right now. Um, but so before it gets boring for you, I think we... Uh, Give you more music, do mm-hmm. we? More music. <laughs> more music. Play Coming snail up. mail. Yeah, I will play snail mail. Um, and you guys enjoy. Let's go alone. You're listening to K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. And we are the show about nothing. Um, Talking about friendships, right? Friends? I think so. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, yeah. We were talking about horses. Maybe we can talk about our friendships. We were talking horses. about stable jobs as well. I <laughs> uh, just want to tell to the music fans in our listener group that we were listening to uh, Snail, Snail Mail by Valentine. No. Right? The singer is Snail Mail. Oh my God. I'm her so embarrassed. Her song is Valentine and her album is also Valentine. It has just come out and she's very amazing, very young, very impressive. I recommend. Bellin, the number one fan of Snail Mail. Boop, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we should definitely not do this. Um, we were talking about um, the intensity of friendships that you are having abroad when they're supposed to end because you're only staying there for a limited amount of time before we listen to that amazing song by Snail Mail. Best band. <laughs> so, so yeah, when you go to, to study abroad, you're going to be there for six months, right? And mm. it always seems like a short time, but usually when doing study abroad, you end up using every day because in the back of your head you say oh i'm only here for a short time i must use every moment i have free time 
resulting in some reasonably saturated experiences of, mm. of different experiences. Um, you had a story, Belen, I believe. Yeah, I mean, I have many stories, but <laughs> one of them would be I would like to flag up another friend. I have many friends. Check me out. But my friend Ariane. <laughs> Very popular. <laughs> yeah, I'm so popular. <laughs> um, yeah, so my friend Ariane, uh, I met her in January 2016 and uh, in a body group in Umeå. Mm. Umeå in the north of Sweden. Very cold but pretty I guess and we met there and it's just it was like a very like friendship at first sight kind of situation we really like work with one another we started talking I thought this girl is fantastic I have to meet her more and then we started meeting like a lot and but in total we were only in the same town for four months but the friendship has been like I would say maybe not as strong but very, very strong anyway. And we we talk to each other quite often. I've visited her twice. She's visited me twice. She's now moving to Malmö, so we're going to be very close. Malmö! <laughs> boop, boop, boop! <laughs> <laughs> Greetings to Eden at that point. It's one of his favorite words. <laughs> okay. Um, so, and yeah, like, it's been... It's going to be five years since we first met. And I think, yeah, she's also like one of my closest closest friends. She's I feel amazing. that like the people, it, it's like they're suffer buddies with you when you're there. Because, you know, you're in a different mm. place and you need to potentially bear with a different culture that is maybe either like super fun or maybe it's also not. And, you know, then you're growing because, you know, you're involving, evolving yourself in it. I don't know. You're like, you know, facing this and, you know, intercultural learning and all this. But like mm. I always saw my friends when I was abroad as like sort of such a dramatic word, but sort of suffer buddies. Like, you know, you can like stay together and like even if you're Spanish and German or whatever other nationality you might have, um, y you can... You know, it also sounds wrong to say be against the Swedish, but you can at least be like, oh, my God, I don't understand why they're doing things like this here. <laughs> and then, you know, the other person might totally do it different in their home, but they also don't understand why it's being done that way. So I always felt like, you know, I felt more understood, maybe. Yeah. I mean, to, to add to that, suffer buddies is not a bad word because, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you might not be suffering from, say, the environment or the Swedish people or the weather, mm -hmm. but you might be swallowed that. <laughs> you might be suffering from uh, the boredom or not having enough contact. Yeah, um, yeah. So I guess I'm going to throw up my story as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I had yes, a good, please. I had a good friend, um, which I've actually not had contact with for a couple of years. <clears throat> mm -hmm. um, but uh, we met in, in, in America in, in a computer lab. He was making a, a backpack-mounted... Uh, man-in-the-middle attack kind of Wi-Fi spot so that you can, mm -hmm. you can basically steal everyone's passwords and messages wow. pretending to be the Wi-Fi spot of the university. Um, and for some reason, we thought that was hilarious. Um, it is. And we ended up uh, actually at some point both being in New York at the same time and we both didn't have money, but his roommate had just moved out. Now, I hope I'm not incriminalizing myself, but uh, we ended up... <laughs> 
selling his roommate's Adderall to uh, oh uh, college oh kids God. on the street. And we financed oh a whole evening um, from that, uh, like going to fancy restaurants and um, you know buying alcohol on the street. And we stayed up till three or four in the morning in New York. It was great. It was it was a perfect evening because you know you had all the entertainment the whole evening through. Like I- illegal things, selling illegal pr- things, property that's not yours. Well, <laughs> another I mean, not thing, another thing to thank Adderall for. I, I guess so. I mean, a American schools are rough, right? So mm-hmm. I mean, they could use any help. They can need. Plus, who knows? Maybe they have ADHD. We're not doctors. We wouldn't know. <laughs> I mean, you were just helping humanity. Mm-hmm. I have one way to go. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But would you say, because this is something that uh, I have thought about, would you say that after having this very intense, very short-lived experience with these people and like loving them so much and needing them so much and sharing so much with them, would you say that in time when those people move out, does that friendship dilute? I mean, that is an interesting question because, I mean, we can simplify it a bit more by taking a different example, for example. I mean, I assume we've all been to a house party, a bar, a gathering of some point, mm. and you really clicked with this one person. Mm. Like, you you were your best buddies for the evening. You're, you know, sitting together in the bathtub completely drunk and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but, you know, after that, you never had contact again. It's like so the girls from the bathrooms. I don't... I'm not you don't neither. Know, you're no, not I'd, familiar with that. I've never dressed up as a girl and tried to make friends in the bathroom. Oh, that would be horrible! Girl. Don't do that. But I feel like it would be funny. <laughs> <but> <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> don't do that. Um, My name you is doubt- Maxima. <laughs> <laughs> Can I borrow your lipstick? <laughs> you're you're doubting my acting skills here. It's Maxima. No, but it's very common. I mean, I don't it's know. It's very common. You've had this before. <laughs> Have guys dressed up as girls walked up to you in the bathroom, tried to become friends with you? No, but the, there's a thing about it, like really, like about this bathroom or party encounters where you're somewhere. Maybe you're like down because you're drunk or maybe you're just sad, whatever. And, you know, then some rando comes up to you and just gives you this insane pep talk. Like they don't know you, but they're mm. just like, girl, you're amazing. Don't you ever let anyone drag you down? You're the queen. You totally deserve the best. And you're like, I don't know you, but I totally agree <laughs> but that happened to us recently yeah, when we are at the we were at the SRS meeting in Uppsala for the student radio in Sweden and uh, this guy that we didn't really talk to the whole weekend saw me a bit upset about my life situation right now aka too drunk to keep feelings inside and <laughs> cheers and uh, he just looked at me and without saying any word he was like he's just not worth it don't worry about him don't, like he didn't even know if he was a man or a, or a girl I was crying about he didn't know about my sexuality he hadn't listened to any of my conversation he was just like no and he's not worth it you should forget about him blah 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 I love this I, yeah. I so want to see Max as Maxima I, like, I think <laughs> we're going to practice this later we're going to give him some phrases so he can <laughs> do this <laughs> It's going to be difficult to put on the voice, but uh, we can try for sure. We, we can do this. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. believe in Swing us. Swing my hips a bit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I have you know, girlfriends that cannot move their hips, so it's not, that's just... Uh, one of them sitting right in front of you. Right? <laughs> 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 and that's me, obviously. <laughs> yeah, but I also, like, when I moved uh, to Umeå, going back to our... Because we could talk about hips in another program, maybe. Do your hips lie? Do your hips Write us if you're interested in a whole episode about <laughs> hips and moving them. You can totally start it with a Shakira song. So, yeah. I'm on 
want to know. Well, uh, my uh, when I moved to Umeå, mm-hmm. I moved with two classmates of mine that I didn't know very well when I was studying back in Spain, Diana and Jennifer. And because we were from the same context and we got moved to a completely different context, that friendship was like the most formative friendship I have ever been in because it was the three of us and we did everything together. We were like a pack. With, uh, we called each other, you know how when you buy tuna mm-hmm. uh, thingies? I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> Me yes. too. Yeah. And you always have three, oh, it's a sardine. three cans of sardines together. Uh-huh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was us because, you know, we went in threes to everything that it's we did. It's like also with olives here when you buy yeah. them from like El Dorado or something. Yeah. <laughs> <Sardine> <laughs> the cheap can, ones. Can. The ones from oh. Lidl. That was us. <laughs> and... You know, and now over time, we're a bit spread around. Jennifer's in Amsterdam, Diana's in Switzerland. And I don't know, I wouldn't say the friendship has diluted, but it has definitely... We're not sisters anymore, I don't think. The three of us in the same way. But, like, isn't... Um, I'm having a weird German saying in my head right now that I can't translate, so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> um, but, like, sometimes, you know there's a time for everything so you know like the context and the situation creates whatever bond you have and might you know make it uh, stronger and then also change it later on when the situation has changed um, and we're all dealing with you know all sorts of crazy things in our personal lives but like I I like this you know when you're like the three musketeers mm. and you really know like you always got each other's backs yeah. and there's sometimes periods in life when you're just like really really close with mm. certain people and then I feel so that important. also changes. Yeah. yeah, it was so important for me to But I mean, that develop. does bring up also a good point because, I mean, sisters or siblings usually, at least at a young age, they will know more or less what's going on with the other person's life, um, mm-hmm. depending on how it goes. Uh, similar with friends. If I see the same group of friends every day or every two days, um, they will know almost everything that's going on in my life. You know, I'll, they'll mm-hmm. be like, how are you? And then you either say good or you say, oh, man, you know, yesterday... I, Oh, I slept really bad. I went to sleep at 4 a.m., you know, <laughs> thinking about, I don't know, this and that. Um, while, you know, long-distance relationship uh, friends, in mm-hmm. this case, um, they uh, they don't have that pl- privilege. Um, so it's interesting also to see how different people handle this. I have friends that really can't handle this and expect like a an encyclopedia, like a, a, an essay about what happened since we haven't talked in the last three months. <laughs> And then I have friends I haven't talked to in a year or two, and I just show up at their door, and they're they, you know, welcoming in as if we mm. haven't left. And it's I like, think you still drink beer? Yeah, of course. All right, let's go. Amazing reconnection. I found this tower <laughs> over there. You want to climb it? Yeah, let's do that. I feel that's a really good topic we can take up after the next musical break. Um, uh, like the how. It is sometimes super crazy that you haven't seen people in a long time and then you reconnect as if like you just saw last time yesterday. That's Mm -hmm. a really crazy phenomenon. I would like to dive in more. But before that, um, there's going to be the overload by Yard Act. Did I do this right this time? Cool. (laughs) Enjoy. Uh, Today's topic is friendships. 
and uh, we were super stressed right now over the song which was by the way a really really amazing one the overload by yard act nice and punky and british um, very british very british um but yeah so we were really stressed because before the song we promised we're going to take up this very interesting topic which we then forgot over the song so we just came to our minds um it was actually the phenomenon that when you haven't seen friends in a long time and you may be a bit worried before you're meeting them because you're like, oh, what if we potentially grew apart? What if we don't know what to talk about? What if it's going to be weird? And then you meet them and it actually feels like you just like, you know, have seen each other last like yesterday. Mm. And that's so, so cool. Mm, that uh, is the best feeling. Yeah. So we want to like explore that a little bit. I mean, to to have that experience, I mean, that there, is, I would say there needs to be a, a decent amount of mutual respect for each other because uh, it is obvious that one will live each other apart, one have have different experiences, one probably hasn't told each other everything that has happened, even if it, it was important or it wasn't, and um, it needs a certain respect, I would say, to to be able to say, yes, this is someone I've known, this is a friend of mine. You know, what they do is what they do, but they're not going to do anything that they shouldn't do because I know that person, even though I haven't talked to them or, or haven't mm. seen them for a couple of years. But mm. that is true for every friendship independently on on when well, you're where you're placed in the globe. I wouldn't say every friendship. You, we all have a f that one friend who will touch everything and break something or, you know, <laughs> like touch mess everything, mess something up, you know. <laughs> You leave them alone in the room and suddenly they've downloaded a virus on your computer unintentionally. You have those friends? I think Max has wow. a very broad spectrum <laughs> of very <laughs> interesting friends. I mean, like it goes from, you know, selling Adderall to computer labs to like <laughs> several countries and everything. So. Yeah, but actually, I, I would like to bring something up um, because I have a very hard time calling someone my friend. And I feel that people are very quick saying, oh, this person is my friend. And then I'm always like, yeah, but you've met them twice. Like you've hung out twice and that is it. They are not your friends yet. Mm. They are a person mm. that you know, that you really like. But it takes like a month or so for me to say this person's my friend. S similar with um, uh, business colleagues or like your, your neighbor, if you're sitting at a desk, there'll be a second person you've been working together for five years. Mm. But maybe you just, you know, you don't click on the, the social yeah. level. You might work perfectly together. You um, might respect each other. You might, you definitely do, hopefully. Mm. Um, but you might not end up being friends. Um, so, mm. for example, I used to do streaming for a video game for a couple of years. I had my, my co-caster and he and I, on stream, we were like apples and peas. We both had our, I don't think that's a saying, uh, whatever. Uh, we both had our roles. We both, you know played on each other's jokes and on each other's uh, things. Mm -hmm. But in social life, it was very, well, unknown. Uh, so it was like we, a professional sort of Yeah, it was very mm -hmm. unknown that we barely actually hung out together. Mm -hmm. And we, we actually had completely different views on mm -hmm. world uh, mm -hmm. functions. And so we didn't really get along in private. We did get along very well on stream, very entertainingly, apparently. I will not tell you where you can find that stuff, but oh, you will at some I point. Too bad. Um, good that I'm a good stalker. <laughs> good luck. Um, but uh, yeah, we didn't get along in, in, in personal life. But how did you mm. decide to collaborate then? Because if you're forced to be there, like in a in an office scenario where you just you don't choose your coworkers, how did you decide? Oh well, I'm going to collaborate with this person to do streaming. Not saying that it is the same thing with the show about nothing, but 
you have to be at the right place at the right time with the right attitude <laughs> on both sides to are make something to work. Are you saying we might not be your friends? You guys friends. are not my friends, okay? <laughs> Get out of here as soon we're as we're done back. with this. We're just professional radio colleagues. That's okay. Oh but my I actually God. Fatima I, maybe, but uh, you guys uh, uh, I don't know. Oh man. Well, you're so nice. I had something that that jumped into my mind right now when you guys were talking um that like how like definition of friend who is a friend and like when do you start calling them this is a little bit like you know when do you say i love you in a relationship or something mm. it's a bit you know felt like it was along those lines but i feel that um i don't know when you know when is the moment that you know that's when we actually were friends and that's when it felt like it but i i know that there's some people if i have a fight with like i was talking earlier today about like a problematic situation i have at my office actually where i have colleagues but also colleagues that are friends and i feel like if there's a fight with a person and it doesn't really matter to you then you can just say ah you know i have a fight with this stupid coworker and it doesn't matter like i just you know try to forget about it or something but if it's a person you're actually invested in then it really bothers you because it's more than just a coworker it's also a friend and i think that's what's happening to me so like i'm really invested to actually like lay the fight aside and stuff because i'm i feel like there's more to lose than just the coworker you know like you might have a coworker you do not like but like if it's a friend as well you want to kind of fix things so that's maybe a weird um angle because maybe like you know that's a bit late like when you only know that your friends once you're actually really having a problem <laughs> that's a bit weird but that's just yeah. something that definitely also helped me to understand that actually the person mattered to me yeah oh, i yeah. don't know i think But it is uh, very many times, I think it's also about chemistry because like, I mean, I am of the opinion that uh, you can have some sort of, of a platonic uh, romantic relationship with your friends. like, mm, And that mm, is how mm. it's supposed to be in a way that you have to be like so like admiring these people so much and being inspired, learning from them, having fun with them. That is what a friend is to me. So I guess I have like really high standards on friendship. So you would say that we're not your friends either? Well, Marie, maybe, but since that you said that <laughs> before, I don't think you are. No oh more. my God, that was a personal offense here. <laughs> and, and obviously this is the last show about show about nothing, uh, <laughs> since we all declared that we are all actually each other's enemies, which brings but, up the know, great dynamic. That's not Could being be a topic, friends. Like, talking about enemies one day. Enemies? Do you have enemies? Write us at K103 if you're interested <laughs> in hips and enemies. Make it a double show. Um... I was just because you talked about chemistry. Um, there's this song by Arcade Fire, mm. uh, Chemistry. You and me got chemistry. So, yeah, it's a good I don't one. I know that song. Yeah, it's a nice one. We should okay. play it, but we can't because it's not in our list here right now. Um, but talking about music, um, we are reaching like the end. We're getting closer to the full hour of six, and that's when we have to give over to other people using the radio slots so before that we still have this amazing song I've been waiting for for the entire show because I'm German and it's somehow called Halt! Stop! <laughs> <laughs> and it's by Prekariatet uh, sounds really Swedish I'm curious so let's get to it Enjoy! The more you've seen, the less you've seen. 
Exactly. This is the Sophie, show about nothing. Sophical. Oh my god. Yeah, we were just uh, digging about in the the break here that we had, uh, <laughs> talking about how Göteborg is really just kind of a village. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Turns out that everyone knows everyone. Um, we all which friends. Is, which is, uh, I don't know about that, but which is nice. Um, <laughs> and I <laughs> always like the saying: the more you've seen of the world, the less you've seen, because the more you go outside, the, the more you notice how. I think it's actually it called like the Kruger cor- curve or something like the, Kruger the curve. yeah I think oh yeah okay so it's like Freddy Krueger's curve the, no, the scrub like the noob like thinks he knows everything and yeah, then yeah, it drops yeah. down and they get really depressed because the they more notice you know, they have learned less the more you understand that you actually don't know anything so you like yeah it's crazy but like we were listening to um, Halt Stop by Precariated which is apparently a um, band from Gothenburg and they have their recording studio in Mayona. Chapman Story. Chapman Story, yes. Mayona the Hood. Really cool. I'm from Mayona, so... Um, <laughs> You're not from Mayona. I mean, right now I declare myself <laughs> to be from there. But yeah, just like good music, cool stuff. Keep it up, guys. Other guys, I don't know. They are. They girls, are don't guys. forget girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to be sexist here. No, no, no. Uh, anyone Never who identifies ever. as an Apache helicopter or whatever you, you <laughs> do. <laughs> we are... Um, w- well, we we have almost reached the end, and um, this is the show about nothing. Which we like, we used that time today to talk about friendships, and different definitions and takes and angles of this. Do we have tips? Um, keep your friends <laughs> close and your enemies and hips closer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, keep your hips closer. D- don't let Fatima like go because everything is so much harder without her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we miss you. Please come back to us. Yeah, 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 but we still have to, I guess we still have to keep going for one minute. So One minute. Coming up is the news. Um, if you want to follow us, though, we have yeah, 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 Instagram, we have some other social medias, like I think Facebook probably, Mixcloud, um, probably on Spotify. We are on Spotify, we definitely. Are good, that's good. That's I one have of listened I to myself on Spotify. God, we, that's been. Um, that's if mm. you want to follow us on Instagram, uh, which is probably so nice. Mean. Uh, you should go to show about nothing underscore K103. K103. Yes. And that was, I guess, um, everything from us. Thank you for listening. I hope this live show wasn't a complete disaster. Yeah. And we wish you a wonderful evening right here from the studio. Belen, Marie, Max, without Fatima. Goodbye. Oh my god, we're approaching 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> Let's try this again. Thank god this isn't live. You've just heard a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. You'll find all our shows at k103.se. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Stay tuned.